<laughs> don't look at me. I don't look at you, Joe. I'm not expecting you to improvise forever. Vietnam no Enola Gay. Vietnam no Enola Gay. They'd sit there and chant and get mm-hmm. red, particularly right. when they got hit. As right. They would say hit. That's the flash that comes. The poor old Japanese, you know. Oh. Mm. They were bombing Shanghai. Now, I watched on Channel 28, the educational station. I watched a story about how the Japanese brutally bombed Shanghai. On on your TV, they bombed it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Did it bomb on TV? Yeah, and then we bombed brutally. We bombed the Japanese, and Mm -hmm. the Germans bombed brutally the British, who bombed bombed brutally the uh, Germans. The Brahms. Brahms Brahms was bombed all the time. Brahms was bronzed and placed in the... Dropped Square. big, big bronze statues of Brahms dropped on Bremerhaven, right? And when they hit the ground, they exploded into the Fourth Symphony, which Became drove Brahmas, all the pagans wild wow, people crazy. They were all the into Mozart. Yeah, they had a big barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the BBQ. I was mm-hmm. looking through the paper for houses up in Channel City, you know. Yes. I've been looking for a small knurled oak mansion up there, mm-hmm. nothing over three rooms. And uh, I was offered a place out in uh, Tractville. You've been out mm-hmm. to Tractville? Yes, David? Tractville. Yeah. Out to Tractville? I grew up in Tractville. All tracks lead to Tractville. Tractville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tracks tra- the people, Tractville. Well, you don't even have to walk because you can just hitch a ride now on the tracks. That's right. The, down the center of the streets. Down the main arm of the city. Take you right in your front door. Surely will. If you've got one of those electric eyes. It was named after uh, Aloysius de Tractville, the man who came over here from France, right, and wrote... Demo- Aloysius de, de Tractville, of course. Yes, of course. He wrote Democracy in Action. Ramblings in, action. in the Intractable Wilderness. Yes. Another <laughs> great book of his. Yes, and now the tracks have come, or uh-huh. after the tracks are there, right? Right. Well, there are 16 tracks in Trackville outside of Channel City now. Well, there used to be eight, but now the people there find that they need another eight tracks to truly express the complexity of their existence. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And in word. There are. There there are two channels in uh, Channel City. There's the Beaner Channel and the the Bozo Channel. The advantage to this is you never are on the wrong side of the river, you know? Because if you're on the wrong side of the river, then you're on the wrong side of the tracks. Because they always put the tracks by the river. In this case, they put it by the by the, the great invention of the lighter-than-air steam railroad, which goes to the Beaner section. It is required by our law that when the train comes to the to our border at the corner, what is that, Gorge and Clutter, Pedro? The corner of Gorge and Clutter, right just there. by the old uh, the old used bookstore. But right by Bellio Brothers, too, around, yes. around the it's street. Around it's around the, the same burn place. Burn out color television store. That's the one. Don't burn out your color television. Come see us before they open us again tonight. That's what it says. You don't read the same language, Ato Pedro. But when the when the train comes to the border there, then it then we put the balloons on it and lift it over the beaner section because of ecology. It's so quiet that way. It floats over the top. We do that. We want to do that with cars. You know, next year we want to do all the cars. We're going to stop them at the at, on Gorge Street, and then we're going to attach the big balloons and we're going to float them. It's going to be over the ocean, and the balloons are going to have lights on them. So they're going to float out over the ocean, and then they go right back down on the big road. How much is that going to cost me? That's going to cost you personally nothing. You're on relief. Sure. It will be a relief to you, in fact, to watch it. It's a relief, man. It'll be something to do. And you know it will. You can watch the balloons balloons. floating. We just sit there. My friend Hilario Gomez, he thought that he would go out and shoot BBs at the balloons, you know. But I said that would cause untold damage and oh, heartbreak. No, that would be terrible. To hundreds to of people, you know, you might about. smash the oil derricks. Then That's what would right. happen? Gas War Island is out there, and you got to float above Gas War Island because they got these big tall derricks. Yeah. John Derrick was one of them. Yeah, they're doing a movie. He was so beautiful, man. He had such beautiful shoulders, man. 
What is it? Is that what you remember about John Derrick? John Derrick, he was no. Now I'm thinking of John Saxon. I can't remember. There were all those Johns in the 50s. We played with them There's in all those movies. There's some good-looking Johns I met yeah. in the 50s, too, know. you know. Right. <clears throat> those were the days. My friend Hilario Gomez. Boy, there's some stories to be told about him. Does anyone know any stories about <laughs> Hilario Gomez? Hilario was the guy that told me the story about the old guy that used to live down in Duckburg. Remember Gramps? You mean the, the one yeah, that talked yeah, like that? Yeah, that old guy there, the philosopher. I remember him, sure. Yeah, well, Couldn't I, understand a word he said. Well, I think, What a beautiful daughter. I think I'm going to tune my teeth into him right now. You mean there's a broadcast coming in now? Yes, right over my right molar. My friend Hilario Gomez has these amazing teeth. Oh, I canine Remember, boys, people are more easily led than commanded. John? Oh, you're huh? dead now! Just, just a minute. What is it, Mother? Well, I, I think the cat died out here on the stoop. What? On the stoop! What did she call me? She says the cat's dead, Grandpa. Oh, yeah, sure, thanks. Okay, Willa, hold on. I'll be there in a few days. I've trained her to be patience, but the cats, and the cats in no moods to go nowhere. Now, where was I? You're right over there, Uncle Judd, by the lamp. Oh, yeah. Can you just turn my chair around so the light ain't in my eyes? Sure, Gramps. Just, how's oh, that? That better now? Fine. Now, Good. Now, whoa. How come you're on one side of the room and your sound effects on the... I don't understand that. Go ahead, Gramps. Well, the batteries are weak on the chair. Well, uh... What was I talking about? You're talking about people and sheep. Right, right. Good lad. Now, remember, boys, before language was invented, nobody ever complained. Uh-huh. But today you can always blame it on the union. For instance, I bought a pair of new tires for the water buggy from Dan Winston over six years ago. Do you think his lifetime guarantee included nail holes? Not on your lifetime. Those tires were made out of wood. The union did it, so... I went right to the top, to the president. I'm Judd, I said, in Ideas and Research, and Mr. President, I said, I've got an idea for you. Bombs. Oh, that, that must have been real dangerous, Uncle Judd. No, Ned, no. I wasn't talking about using them. Oh. I was talking about talking about them. Spread the word. You'll never see it in the papers, but it'll hurt business. Nobody will eat out anymore, and you can sell your tires on television. Gosh, Gramps, that was swell thinking. Got me a cabinet position, all bent over in the drawers. And as for you, Dick, I told him, carry a pocket full of horse chestnuts. It'll keep off disease, and folks will think you got money in your pocket instead of nuts. Nuts, Uncle Judd. You're probably too young. But do you remember Bud Applebox, the stone cutter down at the quarry? No. No. Uh-uh. I don't think I do either. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. He suffered from rye neck. That, oh. that's, that's what it was. A terrible ailment. <coughs> Worst case I ever saw. Torticolous. That, that's a medicinal term for it. Bud's head was permanently turned to the right. He oh, had gee. to part his hair on the left for 13 years. He could not look a man straight in the face. Always looking at you, kind of over one shoulder. Made you feel like you'd done something wrong. And you know, it's a psychometric disease. It come on him, 
because he'd always harbored a desire to steal. And he couldn't steal from the quarry. The stones was too big. But didn't they have a rash of thefts down there anyway? Yes, and they had a outbreak of spasmodic lung disease, too. <coughs> but I was assigned to the case. I was with the Duziem Bureau in those days, the FIB. Uncle, yep. uncle, don't, don't you mean the FBI? No, 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 the FIB. Uh, we made up lies about everybody. Crime was scarce in those days, and folks was depressed. Anyways, I was stationed in the South because I was addicted to Coca-Cola then. Lived in a nipple-pink stucco house next to a girl named Sheila. The Hoove, he ran interbrain from a townhouse in Washington. He'd bark down a command. We'd jump, go out and get all the dope, put it in a box, send it off to him. He was the head of the bureau. Then we'd cut all the records into strips, burn it in a wastebasket, and hire a black to throw the stuff into the river. We knew how to cover our tracks pretty good in those days. I'll get it, Grandpa. What? Hello? Ah, fine. Thanks, thanks. Who who was it? Just that lady calling to give me the correct time. Well, did she leave a number? Yes, five. 